0: It's always interesting to hang around when the uh, uh, group that I often join with, the uh, Sunnyside GOP, uh, have an event at the uh, Catholic War Veterans here in Woodside, New York. Uh, It's a small club, obviously. Uh, Woodside is a working class town. People don't really have a lot of time for politics and politicians, but they do react and they do care, and they do care about their community and what happens there. So let's listen to Rowan Giles, and how he talks about what's needed in Woodside and what's needed by people in his community where he has become a ward leader. And he hopes one day to be a senator representing the people of Queens in the New York State Senate. Let's listen to Rowan Giles. since last year, last year as Tom mentioned, I helped both Tom and Marvin's uh, campaign. I organized a team of poll watchers to go around in Sunnyside Queens and I was with Marvin and a group of about a dozen people all working together to watch the polls from the opening of the polls to the closing of the polls. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. We went to about 20 different poll sites and we were there all day. Sometimes we were coming back and forth different times. And they're like, oh, you're here again. And what I did was I prepared an action item spreadsheet. These were people on the team who didn't know anything about poll watching. So I gathered them together the day before. And I organized, you know, I had them, with, gave them the spreadsheet, told them this is what you're going to look for when you go into the poll site, etc. This is what you're going to do. And this is how you need to conduct yourself. This is what you're going to need to have, pull watches certificate, et cetera, et cetera. On top of that, Marvin and I were driving around. We had direct access to the BOE, Brett Haggerty, whatever his name is. Marvin had him on the phone. And whenever we got into a problem with a site coordinator, Marvin would call Brett What's his name? Brett Haggerty. Bart Haggerty. Bar Haggerty. We called him on the phone. He said, We, we got a problem with so-and-so uh, so site coordinator. And I'm standing right there, while the site coordinator gets a phone call from Bar Haggy, he will straighten that up. Straighten it up. And they straighten it up right there, okay? So that's the kind of results that I'm into. I'm very passionate about, oh, and by the way, after the day was over, we went through all the 20 poll sites, I prepared a report, Tom mentioned it earlier, I prepared a report documenting all the instances of fraud that we saw. We saw things like um, Wi-Fi, external Wi-Fi connections at the poll sites. We saw numbers that didn't even make sense. And some, on most of the sites, they had like 60,000, 80,000 uh, va- voided affidavits. Why would you need that voided, that many voided affidavits? Even in the pre-election, right? In the pre-election, we saw I saw numbers jump, but I wasn't prepared enough to actually do the recording, like or have a body cam. I didn't, you know, angle I had the body cam, but I didn't angle it correctly. This time we're gonna be prepared. So not only this time are we are gonna prepare a report, but we're also gonna be working with the sheriffs, okay? We're gonna bring the sheriffs in. Because you can't count on NYPD. We had one guy get thrown out of the poll site. I told him he called me up and told him go to the uh, go to the police officer. Police officer want not help. In a lot of cases, police officers want not help us. They're very hands-off very nonchalant about it. They're just there getting, killing the time, getting the hours, right? But this time we want results. That's one thing about me. I don't do this because of ego. I don't do this because I want to feel good about myself. I do this because I'm a concerned citizen. In fact, Tom, I tell you, a lot of times he call me and says, Ryan, Rowan, I need you. Man, I'm at like, work, man, I can't, I can't tell him, I can't make it. <laughs> I'm just a concerned citizen. I'm a nobody. I give homage to all the leaders here all the organizers here, all the uh, candidates who do this day in and day out. I'm just an average citizen, okay? On that, I may, uh, actually I'm not may, I will be running. I'm just doing my homework. I will be running for New York State Senate. Sometime next year I'm going to announce, but that's my passion. I want to run for office, you know, and uh, I'm just going to throw myself out. And I'm to be smart about it. I'm going to do my homework first, okay? Now. Going back to what I was saying, my passion is election integrity. I believe it's very unfair to candidates like Mr. Lally here, Marvin, Tom, they put in so much energy, so much effort into campaigning, and then on election day we see numbers all skewed all over the place, like Tom said earlier. How is it that these numbers don't make even mathematical sense? I saw it for myself. I firmly believe that New York City. Is cheating. Just you know, keep it short and simple. They are cheating. And they are participating in fraud. They just haven't been caught. And this is where it comes in as we, as concerned citizens, leaders, organizers, etc., start getting people together. Do what Tom said. We all organizers here. We all are leaders here. It's not about who's doing what. I know for a fact I'm not the only one organizing poll watches. There's about two or three other people I know is doing it. Everybody should do it. Let's pool our resources. Let's get together. Let's team up. I want to be. I want to double, triple the size of my team this year. I already talked to about a dozen people since January who are interested. If you have people in your team that you're, you might be about one thing, but hey, I know a guy that's doing poll watching. If you're interested in that, here's his number. Give him. Have him give me a call. I will get them together. The action plan is this. I will give two days, last year I did one day of training. This year I'm going to do three days of training because I saw there was some hiccups where the the, the volunteers needed some more training. I'm going to give three days of training this year. Then I'm going to use more sophisticated communication. I'm going to put everybody in a group. There's an app called Hello. We're going to be on uh, walkie-talkie this year. We're going to walk in as a team. We're going to, like like I said, we're going to have the sheriffs ready to go. We're going to have the candidates ready to go. We're going to have everything. And all we're going to do is just be there watching people, okay? If we know drop boxes, we're going to have people at the drop box sites watching these drop boxes for mules going in and dropping a a ton of uh, ballots in these drop boxes. So these are some of the things I want to do. So that's my one passion. And lastly, my second passion is um, uh, registering people to vote, okay? I want to go out, hit the streets, register as many new people, to vote uh, as possible. Not necessarily flipping registered Democrats, but getting unregistered people to vote. When you look at people like AOC, AOC won her primary election, I oh, think it was four years ago, she won her primary by like what, 2,000 votes. Right? She only had 14,000 votes in a district that got millions of people, right? Imagine if we was getting the streets. Tom said he registered like 3,000. Imagine if we tripled that number. Quadruple that number that's 12,000 right there that we can register to vote on our behalf whether it's the independent or the conservative or the Republican And that's what I want to do. I want to hit the streets Lastly I mentioned earlier. I'm not doing this for ego. I'm not doing this to feel good about myself I'm doing this for results. I'm a results driven individual. All I want to see is change I want to see New York back in the hands of Republicans and people who share our conservative values so I want uh, I don't want to just do this to talk. I, I understand you got to talk. We have to talk. I don't want to just talk. I want to hit the streets. So if you have people that you know who are interested in hitting the streets, you hit the streets when me last year, remember? You know people want to hit the streets. Let's just do it. Let's not talk about it. Let's just
1: do it. That's all I have to say. so happy to be here before you guys uh, because, you know, the thing is, is our country is supposed to be about people can express themselves and have the First Amendment right. The government uh, is what the Constitution is for, so if, he, if the government is going to try to do something to silence you, then you can argue the First Amendment. But other people, they can do whatever they want to deprive you. That's a problem because we have this blending of everything. And right now, currently in America, you know, while uh, President Trump has has possibly uh, revitalized uh, you know, the American population, uh, even people that were scared, or didn't even like them years ago, or now in support of them, because they see how ridiculous things have gotten, uh, it may be a little bit too late. But guess what? We still have to do what's our job here, and it's protect our children and future generations. And I mean, really right now, there's nothing else better to do. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm telling you to endorse political candidates, or get involved in the political infotainment world which i think is just as bad as trump's arrangement syndrome you know uh, like some people have uh, but sadly uh you know in the last few years i've spent more time with tom and uh, his wife karina than my own children uh now what could possibly lead to that we have a huge huge issue in new york state uh, really across the united states and around the world they're, it's not conspiracy theory, there's really no one uh, personally to blame, nor one agency. It's, uh, it's pretty much a conglomerate of what I like to call, pardon my French, fuckery. You can look up the word. Uh, it pretty much means when people are lying to you and they know that you know that they're lying but they continue to lie to you. That's what we have going on. Uh, the left, they, they do a pretty good job at deceiving people, telling people that they're fighting for people's rights a lot. Uh, and it's just like some nonsense advance the agenda on us. And the right is scared to talk about any issues with police or judges in particular. God forbid they ever scrutinize uh, something that's happening in the court system. But every time there's something in their favor, they'll take advantage. I am a registered Republican. Um, I am run uh, Restoration Rights United States Public Law Investigations Group. And I also am the CEO of uh, Planned Parenting uh, Incorporated. Uh, which is not a service that impregnates anyone or does any in vitro fertilization. Uh, it's about advocating better, being the tip of the spear to truly advocate for people's inherent uh, parental rights uh, and, and the relationship of the children with those parents and their extended families. Uh, today, I mean, I don't know how many people in here may have come from a split, uh, split household or if they were adopted or whatever, but today, there's this really, really big issue, and it's not about women or men. There's so many grandparents and grandchildren that can't even see each other, and families are being destroyed entirely. A lot of people don't like to talk about these issues, uh, and pretty much what's going on here, you know, conversations need to be had. Uh, we can be pro-police, which I am, of course, we need police. Uh, I've been injured by them, I've been. Arrested by them, they lied against me many times, but we need police. We can't fall into this agenda where we're gonna destroy our, our counties and and, uh, and towns and just have no police like North Carolina right now, because that's part of the agenda. And what we really need to do is be forced to work with one another. And if we don't have any uh any initiatives at having these conversations, that right now, why we have such big issues with crime and mental illness. Well, what do you think it's, it's from? It's from decades of separating families uh, and incentivizing that. In 90, and we'll just go back to 97. 97 was the Adoption and Safe Families Act uh, by the Clinton administration, and that pretty much put a bounty on all children's heads. Uh, they also started a big child support initiative back then, I believe, for $13 billion. People don't know how this stuff is ran. We need good people in Congress. We need good people as uh, senators. Uh, because we have a huge issue where no matter who is in office, they want to continue this flow of federal funds into the state, which are putting bounties on our children's heads. Uh, there's not too much left for our country to, to suffer from anymore. It's very, very severe. And we have this huge corporatocracy going on right now in America. We can blame the left, like the guy who's running here there, it doesn't matter. There's. Corporations that are global corporations that have already taken over countries—they've been taking over our country since 1975. They've already destroyed Australia, and right now we're pretty much at the beginning of what could be the end, or the end of the beginning. Uh, but. What we need to do is really have an all-hands-on-deck approach. Uh, I would like to see uh, candidates not only coordinate with me, I have no personal agendas or in this for any incentives or building myself up or ego. It's just I know that today if I was to be hit by a car and killed, other people might not know the severity of what's going on. And really we're not gonna have that until we see a day where we really have uh, a, a sweeping wave uh, against corruption and issues. And you know, the, the good thing about how we can be here right now is that, you know, Marv and uh, Phil both said things that maybe they didn't elaborate in full detail, but I don't have to necessarily agree with them, and it doesn't mean I'm calling them out or anything, but Phil mentioned about uh, bail hearings. Well, no matter what the crime is, we do need bail hearings. That's our Fifth Amendment right. That's a part of due process, which the civil justice system Uh, There's hardly any due process, but God forbid you say it's unconstitutional, because guess what? All these statutes that are passed are considered constitutional because you have a legal remedy. uh, So, I'm sorry to blend all these things, but they're coming for all our children, and they've been doing a hell of a job, and these people are champions of protecting our children. They love to take uh, uh, credit for it. So here in the Declaration of Medical Freedom it says a parent is a final arbiter of their children's health, education, welfare. So who's in the way of that? We have the county government, we have the state government, we have the federal government, and then we have the United Nations. Now the United Nations uh, 16th uh, human right for you is about your right to marry and have a family. Well, who here thinks, now this might be controversial, who here thinks that uh, when the uh, Marriage Equality Act was passed, that was actually a, a great thing in the right direction, that it actually was gonna help our nation. <laughs> okay, now this is, this is not about, well, I'm glad that you guys raised your hand because it's, it's great. There's so much deception and, uh, praying, and praying on people's heartstrings happening in America. The marriage license in the state of New York was actually founded in 1906 by Senator Cobb and it was based on racism so that blacks can't marry whites. And that's how it was actually founded. And actually, it's our God given right to marry. But when the state uh, puts it into a license, pretty much that's all that's worth to deprive you of your basic right to, con- to uh, uh, controvert it into an actual uh, privilege, just like a driver's license. Now, this is no sovereign citizen garbage or anything. What's going on here is that the dissolution of your marriage is why the state's giving you a, a marriage license, a contract. So that they can have what we know now. 1776, a bunch of people died, right? Some people say it was the revolution, whatever. It was a bloodbath. It's horrible that you know people died, but people made a sacrifice. But guess what? They may have not been fully informed, and we don't want to make sure, we want to make sure that no one's died in vain. Especially what what I pull up a lot is about children dying and. States and systems to exploiting those tragedies to help bolster the system's power to take them. But right now we're coming down to a really pivotal point where people are promoting civil war. Like, if you buy a shirt with the American flag down, you're a domestic terrorist. I mean, it's totally preposterous. It's ridiculous. And. What we're coming down to is pop, you know, potential violence, which I don't want to see, and I only want to prevent. And the thing is, is if there was to be some incident and people killed all of each other, well, what is that going to achieve? But just you know, uh, you know, free up some real estate and, and, and pretty much uh, collect money on uh, on life insurance and all these other things and all sorts of things in social security. But what I'm getting at is when we had 1776, the revolution. Uh, it seemed like there was so much significant change, that's what we were taught, but there was a doctrine that was never repealed. That's the doctrine that's in the way of all of us for our health and welfare and public safety. It's called the parens Patriae Doctrine, it was of 1666, and that's where the state can act as a third parent. These are judges, these are attorney generals, these are governors, these are DAs. Uh, so that's how we, we have to understand that there's conflicts of interest in everything, and, We can have a Republican as the uh, the Attorney General, or we can have a a Democrat, doesn't matter, because they're still gonna do their job on behalf of the state, not so much as we the people think. Their job is to defend state actors in lawsuits, to promote welfare and safety, public safety, everything, but then we'll see them have reform initiatives and sue and have monitorships and masters and all this stuff, but things aren't heading in the right direction. I truly wanna see people be left alone, Uh, You know, just come together and and form unity so that we can actually protect our own. We need to start teaching young adults about how easy it is uh, to start a family. It only takes a sperm and an egg. Well, you should be really careful